Hey, everybody. I'm RJ Baxter with Intercap Lending here with the Real Estate Agent Superstars podcast, where we interview top producing agents and learn about all their secrets for success and tips so that you can get your business rocking. Today, I have a really special guest from Keller Williams Advantage Realty, Jose Bonilla, who just became the managing broker a year ago of that brokerage. And he also manages the Elevate Ave Group or Avenue. I don't know if you call it Avenue, but the Elevate Ave Group, which is his personal team. He's been in the business 13 years and they average over around 100 transactions per year. So he's definitely a superstar in the business. And we're going to learn a little bit more about what he does to be so successful. And thanks for being on the show, Jose. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Awesome. So tell me a little bit more about yourself. How did you get involved in this crazy business 13 years ago? What possessed you to get involved with real estate? Yeah, so I think it's a little bit different than most people. I, uh, from my interaction with most agents, I feel like you kind of just drop into the career somehow and just kind of by default, right? I don't think anybody grows up yeah. wanting to, to necessarily be a real estate agent. Right. Um, but with that said, um, I think I was one of those weird ones. So I, I used to, um, I used to see my dad, he, he used to do a lot of, um, you know, fix and flips and he owned a, a, some apartment buildings when I was younger. And so I see him driving around with uh, real estate agents and looking at properties and doing that kind of stuff. And, you know, uh, right when I was thinking about going to college, I was like, well, it'd be kind of cool to, you know, do that, uh, when I'm older and so forth. And so it kind of always, uh, I was always attracted to it because of that, just cause I was around it. So, um, I went to school for a little while. I actually went up to CU Boulder, uh, for a little bit, went up there for engineering. And, uh, I decided that was not, uh, the path that I wanted to go on. And so I ended up, um, uh, going to real estate school, uh, fairly young and, uh, I got my, um, I got my license and I kind of went at it. So, um, yeah, I think that was, that was a big part of it. It was more so just kind of a little bit of my dad's influence, uh, as far as that goes. And, you know, okay. just, I started, yeah. Nice. So are you from Colorado then originally? Yeah, I am. So I was, I'm born and raised uh, from Denver, in Denver. Okay. Okay. So does, has that helped with your sphere and just kind of getting your business going? Absolutely. Although I will say uh, when I was younger, it was like, you know, no one around me was thinking of buying or selling real estate when you're, you know, 18, 19 years old. Right. So, <laughs> right. Um, so I kind of had to uh, still kind of reach out and, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, basically do do everything a new agent has to do, right? Get out there, uh, you know, prospect, door knock, you know. Um, I was fortunate enough to actually start with, uh, so I started with Paisano Realty with Angel Hernandez. Um, and so one of, I mean, I wouldn't be where I'm at without that man. So he basically kind of mentored me. Uh, I was at that company for nine years, um, you know, okay. when I, yeah, step by step the whole thing, and so it was. Uh, it was nice to kind of be guided that way, and and uh, kind of get to know the business the right way. Yeah, it, that's interesting. I so I this weekend, this very past weekend, I met a sixteen year old that was mentoring uh, to be a real estate agent, and I said to him, "How old do you have to be to get get a real estate license?" He said, 18. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. "What are you doing out here?" It's like <laughs> I'm just I'm just soaking it up, so when I turn eighteen, I can hit the ground running. It's so funny. I was doing the same yeah. thing. So I was, I was 17 years old. I was taking my real estate uh, classes and they just kept telling me, Hey, you remember, you can't take your test until you're 18, but um, yeah, I got my certificates and yeah. We're from there. So that's awesome. So did, so when you're, so being that young, so you just right away, right away saw that the engineering path wasn't what you really wanted to do. 
No. So I actually, I did go to school. I went up there for two years uh, and uh, I just decided I didn't want to do that anymore. So um, it's funny because I, I ended up going to take my real estate courses. Um, I never actually took the test because I knew I was going to college. Right. So I, I went to see Boulder. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, after a couple of years, I, I decided I'm going to go back to school, get my credit hours again. And then I took the test. So I think I actually got licensed when I was 22. Yeah. 22 years old. Uh, is when I actually okay. got my license, but I started being around real estate, you know, at a very young age and just being around uh, everyone. So, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So your business evolved over the years and then what led to you were with, with the original company for nine years, what led to your decision to change companies after nine years? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, like I said, I learned everything uh, I knew as far as uh, real estate transactions uh, at that point uh, from that company great, great atmosphere, family, uh, you know, family atmosphere, really. And um, I basically decided I, I wanted to grow. So I did want to grow uh, a team. Uh, you know, at that point, I just felt like the best thing to do was for me to, uh, you know, look for options as far as that goes. And, and I did go into, um, you know, uh, looking into several different companies, and I just landed at Keller Williams uh, downtown, actually. And so, so landed there, I started uh, developing a team from there and keep in mind at that point I was doing, I mean, as far as just transactions, I was doing anywhere from 40 to 50 units a year uh, on my own, but I was, uh, I was losing my mind. Uh, so for anyone that's, uh, that's done yeah. that type of volume specifically, you know, uh, or really just kind of focused on, on a buyer-based business when you're out there showing property and mm -hmm. doing that kind of thing. So, um, you know, didn't have much leverage either, uh, at that point, still not using a transaction coordinator, like, you know, you're taught to, and, uh, didn't really have coaching and, and, uh, no leverage as far as, um, as far as systems and all that good stuff. So, um, it was tough. Um, but I was able to do it, uh, with my hair on fire and, uh, you know, working seven days a week and not, not really being able to watch my health and, you know, not seeing my kids mm -hmm. for days on end and all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of the story. And, um, and, uh, I knew I needed to make a change. So I got into coaching. Um, I actually started coaching with, uh, with Danny Morrell, uh, with Morrell global. Um, and, uh, and yeah, that kind of started everything started seeing that I needed to develop some systems and kind of start leveraging myself with, uh, with different things. And, uh, that's when I made the leap over to Keller Williams. Yeah. Okay. So you kind of started seeing that you needed to build a team and get systems going before you went to Keller Williams. Exactly. Yep. Okay. And then how has Keller Williams helped you with that, with the systems and with the team building? Well, you know, it's funny. It's they, you know, my, my coaching and, and Keller Williams really just spoke the same language, right? It was all about systems and models and, and, uh, and just being more efficient with what we do already. Um, and just, uh, uh, you know, jotting everything down. So I will say that once I realized that there was a path to follow in order for, for me to make real estate fun again, right. Um, mm -hmm. that I was, uh, I was able to kind of just take that step by step. And I think the importance of, you know, coaching and being with a, a coaching based company, right. It's, uh, you know, it's just known for its training is, is the fact that even when you know what to do, you don't really do it. Right. Until right. <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, a lot of us know what, what the next step is. It's just actually taking the step. And when someone from the outside looking in can tell you, hey, this is your next natural progression. Um, I think that was that was exactly what I needed. It was that that accountability, that little that little kick to be like, OK, this is this is the next part of things. So um, from there, yeah. I just kind of went at it. 
Yet it's so hard when you're so busy and so stressed out and overwhelmed and your hair is on fire and you're trying to figure it out to take a step back and realize that you need systems and need to take that even more extra time to set that stuff up so that your life ultimately becomes easier. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I've been there myself. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So definitely. then, uh, yeah. So, and, and, you know, I like the story of the golden goose, how, you know, burning yourself out and you kill the golden goose that's laying the golden eggs. So then you don't have, like, if you kill yourself doing this business and don't take some time to take care of your health and spend some time with your family and that kind of thing, you're going to burn out. And ultimately you don't, you're not going to have a business. So right. I think you were very smart to start taking those steps. Yeah, absolutely. It was, uh, it was much needed. It was, it was either that or I get out of the business. Right. So yeah. Yep. Yep. So what were some of the first things you did when you started realizing this to start getting things more organized, to start building a team and that sort of thing? Yeah. So, uh, so the first, first thing is, uh, is getting a transaction coordinator. So that was something that at least alleviated some of the, the, the repetitiveness of the paperwork that we do, uh, you know, while we're dealing with, um, you know, under contract files and so forth. And, and that one was easy because it's, Typically, it's it's a per file basis, right? So mm -hmm. I didn't have to, I guess, carry the load of having a salary um, at that point quite yet. And so that was the first thing I did. But you know, weirdly enough, and this was this was one of the coolest things of just being in the coaching. It's like I just basically got out a scratch piece of paper, blank piece of paper, and I just started jotting down what my job is, what my what what is it that my business looks like? What are the things that I do on a consistent basis, on a regular basis? you know, when I'm helping out my clients, right. When I'm, when I'm mm -hmm. servicing my clients, uh, you know, and every step of the way. Right. And so, you know, what I didn't like when I first got in the industry was like, I got, I would get somebody under contract. Right. And my buyer found the perfect home or, you know, I was able to uh, get, get one of my sellers under contract. And then I would come back to the office. It's like, okay, what's next. And there wasn't anything really formulated. We had, we had a checklist of like documents you needed and so forth, but like, I didn't have like a step-by-step. -step. And so, so that mm -hmm. was what I was missing. And so I ended up making a list of like, okay, well, once this happens, this is next. And then this is next. And it was the easiest thing on the planet, but it's just that because it was never documented, you know, I didn't really have a system in place and everybody runs their business a little bit differently. Right. So that's, um, you know, made it my own. Uh, and I ended up putting that into our CRM so that, mm, okay. uh, that was, the, that was the big play, right. We, um, Doing, doing it in there, I was able to, once I was ready to hire, then mm -hmm. they could use the same systems, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, I think that was the big move that really uh, allowed me to start structuring uh, a team, even without me having a team quite yet, and just kind of seeing the vision of what that's going to look like in the future. Yeah, that's, that's very, very good advice. So what database system do you use? Um, so right now, I mean, we're, we're actually testing out like a couple different platforms right now. Um, I'm still using top producer, which is a older system, okay. really awesome, sure. real estate specific. Um, yep. and you know, we've kind of been playing around with the idea of, of going to another one. I've been looking at follow up boss, um, looks mm -hmm. like a great, great system as well. So, um, yeah, so honestly, and I get this question a lot and I always go back to like, you know, for, for anyone that's out there shopping, just you, the one you're going to use, right. The one that you <laughs> put into place. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cause all of them have their different features and so forth. And I know the newer ones have all the bells and whistles, but you know, just uh, making sure you're actually utilizing it for what it's worth. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a great point. So, yeah. I mean, you can, and a lot of times people get, I think too many people get hung up on analysis paralysis and they're trying to figure out the perfect system and they're, they're uh, spending a lot of time trying to figure out all the nuts and bolts and they're not actually doing it. So yeah, I think, absolutely. yeah. So if you can find one that you actually use, that's a, a really good tip. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because so we've got a lot of newer agents joining our uh, joining our company uh, recently, especially with the shift and everything and, and you know, seeking out training. And uh, Keller Williams has its own platform called Command. And mm -hmm. that thing is like, look, plug and play, go. And it's got all the bells and whistles. And so, um, yeah, we've been looking at that one as well, just transferring everything. I think the only reason I haven't done it is just for the simple fact that it's I have something and it works, right? And it's just like making that change yes. right now with <laughs> going on. That's the tough part. Yeah. I'm going through that with my company, Intercap, because I brought my previous database system. And oh, yeah. they have one that's pretty good. And all of, the, all of our systems are dialed into it. But it's like the, the transition. And I'm so, I've been using the same one for over 10 years. And it's awesome. And yeah, I'll probably just so you, you and I are in the same boat. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. And I did the same exact thing as you probably 10 years ago, where I mapped out my system and put it all in the database. And it's been, I mean, little tweaks, but it's been almost the same thing ever since. Well, so. that's, the, that's the best part about it is sometimes we get so hung up on making it perfect, but it's like, just put something in play and then just adjust it as you go. Right. Because I'll, right. I'll be the first to say that what I had in place at the beginning, you know, growth happens, you start scaling and then you break the system and then you just have to kind of mm -hmm. adjust that and make it a new system. And I'm honestly, right now I'm at a point where we're developing a new system for that as well. Again. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So tell me about some of your systems. It, you're, you're, it sounds like you're kind of like the system guru. So what, <laughs> kinds of, what kinds of things do you do that set you guys apart and have helped to streamline your business? Yeah. I mean, I wish I could take credit for it, but I mean, most of it is, like I said, it's through my coaching program uh, with Morel Global. And then the other, the other side of things is with Keller Williams is, you know, they, you know, Gary Keller, uh, you know, wrote a book called the millionaire real estate agent. And it's got all the systems oh, yeah. models in there. And, yep. you know, before I even came to the company, I actually started reading it and I, you know, started implementing some of the stuff in there, uh, which had something to do with me coming into the company that teaches it. Right. Uh, but essentially all it is, is, um, you know, understanding that there's different models to follow for every step of the business, right? And I think we forget that, you know, we can either be a salesperson or we can be a business owner uh, when we're in this industry. And mm -hmm. so being a salesperson, you know, you're looking for that next deal and you're kind of just winging it and doing things, um, you know, as it comes and kind of react, uh, reacting to things. And so what I did as far as developing these systems is was I wanted to be a business owner. I wanted to see what that looked like. And so I started documenting like, okay, well, I'm going to need to follow an economic model, right? So what does that look like? And what, you know, what, what is my average commission? What is, you know, this and that? And, and you start working backwards and start reverse engineering. So that was a model mm -hmm. that, we, that we could implement, right? Um, and then I wanted to make sure to get a lead generation model in place because writing the real estate roller coaster is terrible right it's just, it's yes. just uh you know you can have a great month and then you don't have a closing for two three months right and you know mm -hmm. uh, all the social media highlights look great until uh until that 
until there's right. nothing. <laughs> yeah, until there's nothing. Yeah. So you know, and, and having an actual model that that takes care of those, and having your pillars and your sources, and and really just doing a good job, right? Taking care of your people uh, to make sure that that repeat and referral business keeps coming. Um, in that sense, so developing a lead generation model. So we did that. Um, having a budget model, right? Like we can make all the money in the world, and you know, if you spend it all or don't keep any of it or what your profit margins are and so forth. And so having that in place. Um, and I think the, 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 the best thing that I ever did uh, was follow, follow this and set up an organizational model. And the organizational model hmm. allowed me to, to see me as like, okay, so this is my company. This is my transaction coordinator. This is my first buyer's agent, which is Robert Gallegos. He's he's amazing. He's a great leader in the industry as well. And then and then you know having my wife become my director of operations, and you know he actually developed into the director of sales now. Um, you know having my executive assistant, um, and and just kind of branching that out so that we have, you know, where's the growth, and and what pieces are missing in order for us to get to that next step. And so mm-hmm, those were the mm-hmm. basic of the models that that uh, that I was able to kind of um, again just develop through through the coaching and training that we get here. And then as far as the systems go, um, you know, I joke about this, but it's like once you get, you know, you're able to get your clients under contract. I feel like you know a monkey could do your job because everything is so step by step now, right? And so we basically did it that way, where it's like even having that reminder of like, Hey, make sure to send out this email to the lender and make sure to, you know, check in with title on, on this and remind them to do their job. Right. Which not that they need it, but sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just that good little extra, you know, um, catch there. So, um, so we got that into place and it was in every step of the way. Right. So it was like, what happens when I first speak with somebody, what does that look like? What happens when they decide Mm -hmm. to hire you? What does that look like? Making sure we're not missing any step of the way. Like, do we need to send over our, you know, home search app? Do we need to, um, you know, uh, order sign delivery, right? Do we need to Mm -hmm, like every mm -hmm. step of the way? Because most of us feel like most agents that I talk to feel like, well, you know, I've got two, three deals under contract or, or, you know, a listing coming up or whatever. I know what to do, right? Like I can just order the sign. I know I got to put up this. I know that it's all right here, but when it's not documented, we can miss a few steps. And on top of that, how organized are you going to be if you really want to scale that and take more listings and service more people? And then what mm-hmm. kind of guarantee are you giving to your clients that they're all going to receive that same level of service, regardless you know, of when they decide to transact with you? Because if you're too busy, then you're not going to remember all that stuff, right? But when it's documented, right. you know, everything's being checked off. So um you know, developing, uh, I guess those, those protocols for every step of the way was big for us. And then last but not least is really just, uh, after the close, how are we going to be, um, you know, valuable to you even after the transaction is done? Uh, and I think that's a big step that a lot of us, uh, miss Mm -hmm. if we're, Mm -hmm. if we're focused on being salespeople rather than business owners. That's so key because those that's a group of people that already know, like, and trust you that can refer more business and come back to you again and again if you service them the right way after closing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some of my some of my best friends uh, came from a, from them seeking out a, a home or or selling a home, and now we've built relationship a relationship uh, around that. And um, 
you know, at the end of the day, what is life about, right? It's, I don't know, I, I adopt this from one of the agents here in the office, but like just doing, doing, doing cool things with cool people, right? Or doing dope stuff with dope people is, uh-huh. is his model. Right? So, um, I mean, that's what it's about. <laughs> it. So if I can incorporate yeah. that in my business, in my, in my lifestyle, then that's what it's about. Yeah, that, that's really awesome. There's so many uh, tangents we can go off on right here, but I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd really like to, to hear how systematizing like this has allowed you to scale your business and what the evolution of your team has looked like. So tell me a little bit more about that, what your how your team has evolved over time. Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, uh, at the beginning, it was a lot of more so like buyer-based business. And I knew that if I wanted to scale, I needed to you know, leverage systems and, and people. Right. And so, um, giving others the opportunity. So my first agent, uh, Robert, uh, who is now my director of sales. So he stuck with me and, uh, and so he had been in the business for a couple of years prior to, and still kind of, you know, doing it part-time. He had another full-time job and, uh, and still not really getting, getting any luck, uh, you know, in the industry. And so, you know, we talked, we had a mutual friend. I ended up going to a training with him and then, you know, we talked about it and we're like, look, I told him I, I need an agent. Okay. And you need, uh, you know, some guidance right now to, to try to get a deal. Right. And so, or, or try to build a clientele. And so we worked together, we, we decided to, to, to start. And, um, and at that point it, it basically looked like this. It was like, okay, I've got clients. Okay. And I'm overloaded. So here you take on them and I'll kind of teach you through that and kind of you shadow me for right now. And mm-hmm. so we did that for, for about a year picked up fast. I mean, he, you know, I, he just basically just did, did everything. Uh, it took off with it. Right. And, and that so, was 2018, uh, 2000. Yeah. 2018. Yep. That's right. Okay. Okay. Yep. And so, and so kind of took, took off from there and then, um, hired a couple more, uh, agents on and, you know, he helped me train them from everything that he had learned from me. And, you know, we kind of tag team that together. And in, um, when 2019 was when I finally, decided, okay, so now let's split this into an actual system, right? So, okay, we have, you know, these agents that work solely with our buyer customers. And then, you know, I'm going to be working with our seller customers. These are the systems that we're going to have in place for our transaction coordinator and so forth. And that's how, that's how we kind of were able to divide the work. So everybody had, I talk about this all the time. It's like, it's so important to have a, like a job duties or a job list, mm-hmm. um, you know, for every position. Right. And so that's what we developed. And so that allowed us to scale because, you know, there wasn't any question or any overlap on who does what and, you know, getting confused in the process. And so it was all our clients got the same level of service the same way every single time. Right. And so, uh, from there, we just kind of uh, started hiring a little bit more, um, and then we and it we didn't like grow too much. It was more of like finding those core people, and that's what I believe I have now. Uh, mm-hmm. That really are all in. Um, you know, we we may try to make it as efficient as possible. Not try to we you know we break the systems and then we you know adjust and do it again. But um, making sure that our clients, regardless of whether they're talking to me, Robert, you know my other agents you know, they're getting that same level of service, you know, um, in that sense. So I think that's, what's helped us more than anything is creating something that's repeatable and duplicatable, um, so that we get the same results. That's awesome. So what what does your team look like now? 
So right now it's, uh, so I'm uh, still more so like the listing specialist of the team. Um, and so I do everything listing based. Um, and then I've got four agents that focus more so on the buy side of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got an executive assistant, Suhelio, who's actually literally sitting right here, <laughs> Hello. Uh, holding it down for right now. And then, um, and my wife, who's our director of operations, and then um, Josh Torres, who is our transaction coordinator, and he's absolutely phenomenal. He's been a lifesaver. So, um, so that's us in a nutshell. Awesome. And what do you do? On the so team. right, so right now, you just, a, just podcast superstar. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> so um, honestly, it's it's mostly listening. So like last, um, so year to date, so we're what first week of February and taken ten listings um, so far. So that's been nice. my my load of the work. And then our team has uh, just under I think twenty applications for buyers uh, that they're kind of handling right now. So um, really just kind of focusing on that right now. So that's my part of the business, more, more like I said, listing-based. Um, I do trainings uh, on a weekly basis. Uh, we do script practicing every morning, um, you know, the whole works, accountability, tracking mm-hmm. our numbers. Um, and so so that's my job in that sense, right? Most of it is just kind of overseeing. So the, the nice thing is like, again, mm-hmm. my wife uh, handles a lot of the operations and then my executive assistant helps me with everything else basically. And so I do that. That's that's Elevate Ave. Um, I am the team leader or basically managing broker Keller Keller Williams speak right uh, for the Lakewood uh, branch um, uh, here on Alameda and Union. And so, yeah, so I basically manage a little bit over 215 agents uh, right now. Um, I do trainings for the market center here. Uh, I work directly with our top 20%. I coach and train them as well, as well as our board of directors, who's the associate leadership council. Um, you know, help with a lot of that as far as like, even like regional uh, events that we, that we go to all that good stuff. And then on top of that, I'm also uh, like you mentioned, a national real estate coach. So um, I do coach once a week, um, you know, in group and group settings. And so, yeah, that's, that's kind of what occupies my, uh, my weeks right now. Outside of that, obviously family time uh, and so forth. So um, yeah, we can get into yeah, that. You, so. so you managed to stay busy is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say I try to stay busy Monday through Wednesday. Right now, Monday through Thursday, and I'm trying to cut it down Monday through Wednesday so I can fit all of that in right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. So, if you were to rewind five years and go back and talk to yourself in 2018, what what are a couple of things you'd tell yourself your 2018 self? My 2018 self. Wow. Um. Trust the process. Uh. Uh-huh. You know, I th- sometimes we start doubting ourselves, right? Like, is this going to work? Is it not going to work? Because, you know, there's a lot of stress and, uh, you know, that comes along with building. Uh, but once you build it or built it, um, you know, it's at that point, that's when you start realizing like, okay, this was all worth it. And, and now I am able to scale. Now I am able to, uh, give opportunity to others. Right. And, uh, and I would say the last thing is don't be afraid to delegate. Uh, there's mm-hmm. other people that do it better than I can do it, even though we like to think we're, no, 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 it's my way. Or this is how I do my files and uh, so forth and so on, right? And being able to just let go of everything except for the things that only you can do, right? Those most important things. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
All right. So if we take it the other way and fast forward five years, what what would you define success as if you look back over the last five years? We, we're in 2028 now. I would say, man, 2028. Okay. So I would <laughs> say um, really is to just get back to um, as far as as far as the uh, the workload goes, I was lucky enough where before I took on this role, I was working less than 20 hours a week, uh, you know, making over seven figures and and seeing my kids and doing all that good stuff. Right. And it was, it was, it was beautiful. And then I realized I still want more opportunity and I still want to build more. And so I would say that at, at that point in my life, I want to get back to working, you know, less than 20 hours a week. Mm -hmm. Um, and really just having enough passive cash flow to work because I want to, not because I have to. And that's mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. what I'm striving to do at this point in my life. Okay. That's awesome. How old are your kids? Uh, I got a 10 year old and an eight year old. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. It'll go fast. I have a 14 year old and a 16 year old. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah for sure. So I'm trying yeah. to get to a point where, uh, and obviously, I mean, that's, that's the goal is enjoy it while you're, while you're on the journey too. So, um, yeah. but yeah, it'd be nice to kind of just get back to a point where, you know, do whatever I want, whenever I want with whoever I want. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much for being on the show. Definitely appreciate you taking the time. I know you're a busy person, so, um, definitely appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, this was really fun. So thank you so much. Yeah, you're very welcome. So once again, that was Jose Bonilla of Keller Williams Advantage Realty in Lakewood, Colorado, sharing a little bit about his success. So definitely appreciate him being on the show. And I'm RJ Baxter with Intercap Lending, your host. And what we specialize in as lenders is giving back to the agents that we work with. We believe that uh, we it's our job to take care of the people that take care of us. So if you'd like to talk more about that, just give me a call. And also don't forget to share this show. If you got value from this, that's how the word gets out about this. And if you know some other agents that could benefit, definitely get the word out. And uh, thanks again, Jose. All right. Thanks.